Welcome to In This New Season, where we're learning this life again and again. Let us just tell you about one of our sponsors, Central Coastal PEI. We are so excited to have them join us this season and that they invited us to spend the night at the Meridian 63 Luxury Camping in Bonsha PEI. Oh my goodness, we had the most restful night in this beautiful, stunning nature. We had a bonfire. We were looking out at the stars and I couldn't believe we were doing that so comfortably. <laughs> None of the downsides of camping. <laughs> <laughs> and we were so close to town. Feels like you're far out, but you're not actually it's everything. Short drive. Yeah. Central Coastal Drive is actually super close to Charlottetown. So it's the perfect spot to stay if you're visiting the island and want to investigate and venture a whole bunch of different spots. Or if you just want a little getaway and you're from here, it is such a nice place to curl up and retreat and just really enjoy what PEI has to offer. You can do some mountain biking or fat biking at Brookvale. We went for a beautiful hike through the property at Strathgartney Provincial Park and Banja Hills. And let me tell you, after that beautiful hike, we were so <laughs> hungry. So hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and we went to Lone Oak Brewery and had a delicious dinner and some very tasty beer. <laughs> very, very tasty. And then we even capped the night off with some cider um, from Riverdale Orchard. I'll tell you, we were getting wild, you guys. Two drinks. Wild gals. <laughs> Central Coastal PEI offers so many wonderful things, including... Island Hill Farm. I don't know Cutest. if you have been, but my <gasps> girls absolutely love those baby goats. And I think, Alyssa, your family has a pass. We have a pass. We <laughs> frequent We're visitors. <laughs> yeah, we love it. Central Coastal Drive is an incredible, incredible spot to adventure. We hope you love it. They're going to have really cool itineraries all season long, summer into fall. Check out their socials at Central Coastal PEI. I, I like 10 out of 10 recommend, really. Me too. Go to www.centralcoastalpei.com to find out more. Welcome to In This New Season. Welcome, welcome. Okay, today's episode, <laughs> we're going to call this our friendship episode part two. Mm-hmm. And what we're going to talk about today is is the very first time Alyssa and I have ever had any sort of little friendship challenge that we had to work through. And we just thought it might be... It might make for a good episode just to debrief it and, yeah. and how we went through it together. Yeah, I'm really nervous. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you, you might hear that in the episode. <clears throat> this isn't. This is not in my comfort zone. This um, debrief, but I think it will be good. Yeah. Well, then maybe <laughs> why don't we just start with a deep breath? Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my intention is to speak from my heart. And to connect to what feels like the truth and for this to stay connected to how much I love you and how I want this to enhance how close we are. I think, I mean, I honestly think this situation has. Mm, Me Um, too. But even this conversation to do that extra (laughs) (laughs) and to make it feel safe as much as possible the whole time and to... And to just, yeah, to really speak from my heart. Thank you. I love you too. <laughs> I think my intention is just not to take every word with a lot of meaning. <laughs> I need to give myself some space around the, the words and not overanalyze okay. the words. Okay. <laughs> so we were thinking that we would first just give a little maybe context of what happened. Yeah. And then how we worked through it. Mm-hmm. And anything it brought up in each of us, like the stories we were telling ourselves, mm-hmm. and hopefully how it's strengthened our relationship yes. in the long term. Yes. All right. So we had planned a little um, trip together to spend some time and relax, and it was very exciting. But in hindsight, I was so not in the right headspace for mm-hmm. that, which was is such a pattern of mine to not notice that. Mm. Like I was... Hard to notice in yourself. We had a big day and we had already had kind of emotionally intense um, recording mm-hmm. earlier in the in our day for the podcast. And then we had this exciting thing, um, this relaxing time together that I was really looking forward to. Um, but when we went, when we kind of got together, I had just gotten a call from my, uh, from a family member about 
about something happening to someone in my life that that was really really hard for me to hear and um and so I don't think I let myself feel fully or I think I tried to feel it fully and I thought okay let's try and let's just see if if do if spending this time together maybe this is exactly what I need in this moment like mm-hmm. I think I just wasn't as connected to how I was really feeling as I needed to be. And so the context was like, I had indicators even before that call that I was feeling agitated, Mm -hmm. which is not typical for me. And I was sort of dismissing them in my own mind. Yeah, so I I think that I just have a hard time recognizing my own inner limits. And sometimes when I'm beyond my own point of of comfort. I don't even see it until mm-hmm. after the fact. And so I just am so busy telling myself I'm fine that I can miss when I'm actually not. Mm-hmm. And I think I just, that was exactly one of those times where I was not listening internally to the reality that I was kind of, I was past, I was out of resources. And I think it's just because I, I think my, I really don't want to have a limit. Like we've talked about that before. Yeah. Like I don't like yeah. any indicator of actually having one. <laughs> and I'm so, I, when it happens, it always shocks me. Yeah. Um, and so I think that that's sort of the first part of all of it was the context was like, I was low on resources and I was not paying attention to that. And then I was acting in ways where, um, uh, like I just wasn't responding with grace, even even in the very early parts of the evening before we even um, before I even had that call, I could tell that I was more uh, like defensive or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, looking back on, I didn't feel that in the, at the time, but looking back at it, there were some indicators that I was like, huh, yeah, she's acting different. Yeah, but I don't think like, I really. Pay. I was just like, well, like, yeah, <laughs> she'll stop. <laughs> well, I think I thought yeah. I would too. Yeah. <laughs> I usually would. Like, I thought a little fresh air, mm-hmm. a little, we'll, we'll shift gears. This yeah. will be exactly, you know, my mood will change, and it just didn't. It kind of ebbed and flowed. But if anything, it just kind of got worse. But it was, it was little indicators like. Um, we were, I think we were talking about music festivals or something. Yeah, and I was like feeling. Um, just not responding in a gracious way where I would normally, you were, you were talking about going and I would normally be like, that's great for you. Even it was like, my focus was more on, I don't want to go. And, and I didn't, and then, and then when you would respond with like why you did want to go, I just didn't have as much room for us to have different views on that. Cause I just was in a place, like I started talking about comedy and you were talking about how much you don't like comedy. And I was like, more bugged by it than I normally would ever be mm. by something like that. Like it just, it was like why w- w- the fact that we're feeling different about this was like yeah, this is that's something that me. came up through the whole thing. Yes. If I mentioned something that I like, I didn't say I hate that with all my heart, but I sort of <laughs> felt like you took it like yes. I hated everything you were talking about, and I was like, well, that's not. This isn't. I'm going. This isn't going well. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> well, it was like if you if I I wanted you to give me more space around what I was saying and like see the value in it, but we would quickly turn back to how you were feeling about it. And right. I was just normally and I, I felt the same, the same like but it was, opposite. Yeah. Normally I think I just I think it was a very big shift in how we'd normally talk where I yeah. would just stay with what you were saying. Yeah. And I don't even know if I'd mention if I felt differently or if I did, I wouldn't be all attached to it. But this yeah, time I, think I was, was all attached to because it. I don't I don't have a problem with like it's good that we have different opinions on different things. Like I was mentioning the as in like a fun it, this was just a, meant to be a fun conversation. And so it wasn't like I need to talk about how much I love this one thing. Mm-hmm. It, like it didn't I didn't think I was being like self important in the talk. Like, I didn't need you to talk to me about it's good that I like that. I just, uh, you just got more defensive than usual. And then I got more defensive than usual. It was like a, uh, like it just went sort of back and forth. Like I didn't need you to agree. I didn't need validation in that I thought a concert was cool. (laughs) Like that's Mm -hmm. okay if you don't like those types of venues. Um, And I, and I didn't mean with the comedy show, I didn't mean that it was bad. Like I've gone to some that I really I have fun at, but they're just, 
sometimes, you know, I just feel weird at them sometimes, but it wasn't like, you know, you're not the comedian at the show that I was like, mm -hmm. I wasn't saying like, I don't like you. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, why was I feeling attached to, if you don't like comedy shows, yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> then you don't like me. Well, yeah. exactly. that's what yeah. I mean. Like, the, that would be the indicator that's like, why was it feeling personal mm -hmm. when it obviously isn't? Yeah. Um, and so those were the signs I didn't pay attention to. Right. And then, then receiving the phone call and then really bypassing that, even though even after I told you about it, you like very clearly offered for me to go, like to kind of shift gears, take me home. Yeah, I, I, I still wish that I kind of insisted more on that because I could tell, like I, I knew the situation. So I just, it just sort of felt like you immediately didn't want to talk about it. So then I think I just overcompensated to try and get your mind off it. But in fact, I was just like, bugging you after that you know what I mean but like um I I just I really wish that I would have been like no I really think we should cut the day mm -hmm. short I would have I know you totally would have said not no let you yeah, yeah. but which I is just like, wish I pushed harder on that because yeah. maybe you would have maybe even realized like that you were feeling a certain way that you weren't that you know what I mean like it could have given you like an out even with the feelings before you got that call could have given you an out to be like okay yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I'd like to think maybe from maybe that would be one of my learning <laughs> points from here. Maybe I'll be able to do that in the future. I'm yeah. so confident that night I would have said no. Done anything to to not go home. Yeah. So that's like that's why I like yeah. I would have been a you would, I would have it would have been tough to convince yeah. me. Yeah. But I appreciate that, but you really it really wasn't on you. Um it couldn't have been, right? Like I, I and I wouldn't have it's not like I knew it and then if you had like I actively was telling myself it wasn't the case that I right. needed to go home. Right. So it would have been really hard to convince me right. just because my mind was so set on yeah. it. So that's definitely a learning for me is like, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, why? Why was my mind so set on it? And I think it's around that idea that I just, I don't like acknowledging even to myself if I have a limit. Yeah. That, that I've gone beyond. I think that's very fair. Um. Okay. Then where were we? So that's where that was. This was this, this was yeah, the, the fertile the, grounds that, upon which things yeah, were built yeah. from. Then we had some dinner, which uh, I thought we had a great time at dinner. We did actually. I, yeah, I was feeling great. There. Yeah, it, it that felt great. We had we had also had a nice walk. That was nice, and yeah. um, I had the fresh air. It felt good, and I actually wasn't super irritable. I don't feel that irritable then. Yeah, um, I think I was in retrospect responding to you sharing things with less patience than I usually do, like maybe more. Yeah, um, and I think I was directness. sharing too quickly or too much maybe, like because I thought, okay, she really doesn't want to talk about what's going on with her family. And I want, so I was just like trying really hard to get your mind off it, but just with the wrong subjects. <laughs> I could have mm -hmm. picked different subjects that you would have found more fun, I think, or something. Like I was just like word vomiting to like, I think maybe looking back on it, I felt there was, weirdness and sometimes when there's weirdness I word vomit <laughs> I don't know that you shared any differently than normal I think I just really like it I you yeah it's very typical to how we talk but it didn't feel but maybe it wasn't appropriate in the timing in the setting again, maybe. really not an illicit situation here like no I don't I don't think you needed to change how you talked I yeah. just know I responded like I had more indicators in my inside that I, I still wasn't paying attention right. to, right? Because I was like, I just felt um, like I was being more direct and almost actually offering solutions, which I rarely try to do. Like I try to um, just hold the space more mm -hmm. or like help you, just whoever I'm talking to, I don't know, just talk yeah. it out, but not be kind of like, all right, well, you could do this or this, so it's up to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that's more the mood I yeah. was in. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that I have a, um, like in human design, If we, I've learned a little bit about that this past year. It says that my gift is the gift of provocation. Mm -hmm. And that's <laughs> so read, fitting for your job. I like, guess. You know? I read it and I was like, ah. <laughs> Shoot, because it's just it, the idea is that like I have this ability to provoke people 
no matter what, even when I act really am actively trying not to. <laughs> and I was like, that explains so much about my whole life. But it's just, I just have a way of talking and eat. And so I work so hard in how I deliver messages because it, it softens this sort of provocation mm-hmm. thing usually. And I, cause I know it happens, but it's, I, so if I'm going to, if it's, if I'm going to be provoking people, no matter what, at least if I do it as gently and if I'm in the best headspace as possible and if they've invited me for my insights, it usually goes over okay. But what happened was like I fell into a classic Kaylee pattern of like not totally invited and fully sharing it with no soft cushion around Mm -hmm. it. And I just, that's just, again, an internal indicator. I'm like, ooh, I, I rarely, if messages are coming out of me that way, I need to catch what that's saying about how I'm feeling internally. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, to your credit, again, you seem some, like, less aware of it. You still seem like you were, yeah. like, I on. Yeah. Oh, I was just really trying to not talk about what was going on with your family because I thought that was, that was the indicator that I had read, which right. I think was a, a misread at the time. And No, it was right. I yeah. was devastated. Yeah. Um, but, but I wasn't. You didn't want to talk. About I didn't it. know. Yeah. I didn't even know I didn't want to talk. About right. It. I was yeah. so shocked. Yeah. 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 Great. You're right. And then we had the wonderful dinner. Yeah. Was, that was lovely. Yeah. I was so hungry. It was yeah. perfect. Yeah. Um. And then, and our when we were hanging out after dinner is where my I yeah. became a kettle. Yeah. Who boiled over. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole time I was just trying not to. I think the whole time you were telling yourself like that you needed to be here. And I think the whole time I was like, we are having fun. <laughs> but I don't think we were <laughs> looking well, back. Well, we were though. Like, yeah, lot, maybe not at that. No, not that necessarily portion, that Yeah, this portion. portion of the night wasn't so fun. But even even then I was like, we're having fun. We're having fun, Alyssa. We're having fun. Don't read into everything, you know, <laughs> which is a classic me move. <laughs> I was doing it too. Uh, yeah. Like we are, yeah. yeah we were yeah. both like, um, we, we are will here. make this we work. We are doing this, <laughs> yeah. and I was so tired. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, we had uh, a, a big day. It was a big yeah. day, yeah. and I just wasn't. Um, I still wasn't acknowledging to myself. I just yeah. it's like, if I had been home, I would have tucked myself into bed after dinner. Right. But I was like, no, we're having fun. Yeah, we're doing this. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and so it was just like this complete blind spot to that I needed to um, tuck myself in, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which yeah yeah was another lesson for me for next time. So I'm like, what I I didn't I maybe on some level I didn't want to disappoint you, but I yeah. honestly think it was more I didn't want to admit to myself that I wasn't yeah. having like that I wasn't able to just like yeah. have this wonderful night yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's very. Human. So then we were we were just chatting, and I was like so beyond where I should have been asleep, <laughs> and it wasn't even late, but just yeah. based on yes. the day we yeah. had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. And I think then we are both early we're to bed early anyway. To bed. So yeah, and where that we were at, maybe it was eight thirty or nine. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, it was something the, wild. Yeah, um, and I feel like what ended up happening was not even about. It was like I was a kettle that had been about to boil for so long, and then and ignored that in myself. And so when I boiled over, it was just, it was so much less about the thing that where I, like what we actually were talking about that led to that. And just that it was the tipping point. Yeah. Yeah. Based on not paying attention to all the earlier things. Yeah. 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 And so it came up about high school activities. Mm -hmm. And um, anyway, I, I, we, I've done a lot of thinking about this since because I really can't tell if it is a loaded subject just generally or if it only was because of right. the context of that night. Right. Perhaps we'll get into that. But yeah, we were. You had asked me about some of the things I did in high school because you didn't. We didn't know each other back then, and I felt so um, short. I would say, like, yeah, it was like defensive right from the yes. But I was genuinely curious. Yes. You know, like I, I was asking from a, a genuinely curious, like I thought all these things that you did in high school sounded really cool. And you were like, it was resume mode. And also it was defensive. You kept saying like, I didn't care about this. And I did this because I have this. And then you just would go right into the next one. And I was like, okay, 
Yeah, like no room to actually talk about each one. I was trying to. Yeah. My brain at that moment was like, "What? I need to paint an entirely full picture of this, and I don't know why." But but the full picture would have been painted if we got to discuss it. Instead, yeah. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> okay." Like you were coming at it. Yeah. From what felt to me like, and this is just from what it felt like to me, it was very much like you you could never understand. Yeah. Because this is my experience and. I did all these amazing things and you wouldn't understand. And it was very like, but I want, but I wanted to know about all these really cool things. They sounded so interesting to me. And then the 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 snap part happened. Wait, wait, pause before oh, that actually. Because okay. what you said, I think so um bang on. Yeah. Like that that is exactly how I feel yeah. in those moments. And it's such a young version of me that goes, and it's rare that that comes up. It used to come up a lot. Yeah. But that, what you just articulated is exactly what is happening inside of me. And I find it so um, powerful that you could identify that because it was like, ex- it was exactly the feeling in my body, it's like a very, very young version of me comes out and it's like, you could never understand. No one understands me. Yeah. And instead of saying it vulnerably, it comes out harsh and it yeah. comes out distancing. And yeah. it has the exact effect of of reinforcing the, the belief. Yeah. And I, I like, it's like, I hear you say that and I'm like, first of all, I feel, I'm so sorry because oh, I, I know that that's not nice how that comes out. Yeah. But you're not the first person I've done that yeah. to. And and it's um I'm sure Greg has heard it too. And uh and it used to happen a lot more. Um and it's been a really long time since that's happened. Yeah. But it is the truth. Like there's this part of me that gets so um I think it's oh, I don't even know if the emotion is like it's almost like I'm about to be rejected. It's like it's a defensive self-protection. Nobody understands me feeling of um, this is, I could explain all this and it's not going to do any good. Like I'm going to still feel just alone and and I'm going to be, and it's going to have a bad effect. It's going to have a bad effect if I, tell anybody about this and it's going to have a bad effect if I try to and I feel like it's I it's like I'm scared I get preemptively scared and um and uh protective or something right yeah yeah so you're you were uh, just when you told me that that's how it felt after I was like that's wow that is so well said because it's the exactly what I am internally sort of subconsciously feeling. And then like that brought it out to be like, wow, that, and then that's the effect of it is exactly to shut down the conversation when the thing I would love more than anything is someone to deeply try to understand. Yeah. like Which you were. Yeah. I really wanted to hear about it, but it it almost came off. And I know this wasn't the intention because I know you. (laughs) Um, It came off like, you were, it was like, you weren't, but it, um, I don't know how to say that. But you weren't, I'm logically very aware of this, but it was like you were posturing yourself as better than. But I just, and I think that moment, looking back on it, that's where I felt like, oh, we had an equal friendship. Maybe you don't actually see me as your equal. And that's probably when I started to get like more and more into myself. Like I stopped talking. Really. I just said, mm-hmm, or cool. Or like, I didn't say much after that a ton because of that. And like, again, I want you to know that I know that it's not your intention. But you know what? I think it is. I think it was the inner, yeah. like that little, it's not my 35 year old. No. <laughs> but I think it was my inner child. Yeah. That felt like, um, you needed to prove well, that, that didn't have, was, wasn't always very accepted or like seen. And so a lot of my identity was around, um, just sort of a being a, maybe a bit untouchable with right. all of that, yeah. all of the, all stuff, the stuff I did, yeah, yeah, and and so and I really, um, I was like, it is, it's like, because you weren't there in high school, there was this, there was this part of me that was like, 
I need her to see that this was different than a typical high school. I wasn't like a typical high school student. And, but that's a young part of me that's trying to like get you to validate that. Right. In this way that I think was, it's like the young version of me was needing that. And the current version of me was like deeply frustrated at myself for trying, like not needing it. yeah, Yeah. And for trying to, like you had said something like, so you were just really great at everything. And I, yeah, at this point, I was, I think I was starting to get a little annoyed. <laughs> and I was like, and I felt your rejection. Mm-hmm. And so it was like this simultaneous, okay, see, she's rejecting it and not getting it. And you're, um, and you're doing it. You're yeah. doing the thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's the bad thing. Yeah. So I was like mad from both layers. Like, yeah. And um, I think before the myself. point that I said that I had asked questions and been so quickly like gone to the yeah. next and that I didn't understand, I was like, Okay. <laughs> like, like it's a fragile place. Yeah. And so so when I had said something about like, like I could have musicals, given you the validation. Yes, you know what I mean? Like because I wanted do. to, because I was ex- I wanted to talk about it, but you didn't want to talk about the details. So I there was yeah. no room for me to validate how cool that was. Well, I shut down when you when I had mentioned about the musicals in my quick list, mm-hmm. you had made it about a connection you have to that. And I think that in in adult terms makes total sense. And I think the really young version of me in that moment just really wanted the like grown up Alyssa who is so validating and full of cheerleader energy and just so supportive. I was like, I think I was craving you to just make it all about me. (laughs) And I couldn't articulate that. And instead, so I was like, can you just... We can say the detail. I don't mind sharing that. We were talking about the... um, <clears throat> we're the Confed Center, and the, which is a theater here, and where my high school had done musicals. And then you jumped in to say, oh, I bet my dad did your mics. Which to me felt like such a cool connector. Like we were connected in high school before yeah, we even knew even each other. Knew each other. Yeah. <laughs> but for some reason, I took it as this isn't about you. Like in my, my child brain was like, uh, can we just talk about me? <laughs> Let us tell you about our friend, Emily Howard. Emily is a visual artist on PEI, and she makes the most stunning landscape pieces. And there are several that when I've looked at them, I truly felt like my heart was moved to its very mm. core. Oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> it is all about soothing the soul by looking at her work in such a busy world. She also wrote and illustrated the most stunning book called The Morning We Met, and it follows a baby's journey to find its parents. Aww. I know, I could cry. <laughs> this um, book honors all the different ways that babies come to us, and every parent's journey is so different, beautiful, and meant to be. It's like, oh, oh that's so true. So gorgeous. Emily's website is emilyhowardart.com. You can also find her on Instagram at emilyhowardart. You already know how much we love this next sponsor, Drink Libra. We are so grateful to have Libra back for another season. Libra is an award-winning, great tasting, truly like great tasting. Really good. It's non- really good. <laughs> it is. And it's a non-alcoholic craft beer made by brewers. This summer, they're actually releasing some new exciting things that I Ooh. don't know what they are yet, but a little birdie told me there's some new things coming and I am very excited. Oh, I can't wait to see what they come out with. And it is patio season. Finally. And we are going to get to discover all of our favorite flavors, like the North Cape Pale Ale. That's my go-to. Mm-hmm. I like the hazy IPA because it's like actually hoppy for a mm-hmm. non-alcoholic beer. To get a real hoppy IPA, it's tough, but Libra's perfection. <laughs> Those are our go-tos. We can't wait to check out the new styles launching this summer. And they even gave you guys a coupon code. 15% off your order when you use the coupon code SEASON3, all spelled out. Um, and you can order at drinklibra.ca. It expires on August 31st. Libra is Latin for balance, for being fun and social without the sacrifice. Go to drinklibra.ca for more information. Yeah, so I was just in this very, this headspace of like feeling very much, like it's like this old story of mine was playing out where it's like just desperately wanting validation and then begging for it in a very ineffective manner. (laughs) (laughs) That actually creates the exact thing I was afraid of, but sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. So you said that you jumped in with your connection about your dad and then this, and this where I really... Really went off the deep end. So I said, um, 
yeah, I think I said, yeah, you've mentioned. And you were like, what? And I was like, it's come up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I'm laughing, but like, oh, it was the worst. Like, so yeah. mean. Well, I, I, I don't think you were trying to be mean in the moment, but I think wasn't. that probably hit me more than if it was a, if it was something I was trying to relate back to a different, if it was anything other than that, because at that point in my life, Mm-hmm. My dad and mom would have just gotten divorced. The center was something that we could connect on. So, like the the connections that the center holds to me is like very near and dear. Yes, you know when when I was feeling so disconnected at that time, that would have been like a a big connecting point. It's dad taking me with him to work, or me going to see a show or a play or or something. So I and yeah, I understand how. You felt that I was taking that away, though. Like I, that, like that makes sense to me. And I'm sorry you felt that way. Like I, I'm sorry that that was the tone that I used, even. Um, but in in my head, I was like, "How cool! We were so connected already in life, and we never even met." You know. Like, so in yeah. in my head, I was going one direction, and, <clears throat> and I just wasn't reading the room. <laughs> well, you were trying to point. step on the stage with me as equal friends. And I was still in right. the headspace of like, We're not I need you to be yeah. the audience at this very moment. Right. right. Which is, yeah, which I'm sorry about because that's, that's not true. where I, yeah. you know, like to operate from. It's yeah. just the truth of where I was at in that yeah. moment. Yeah. And then I think where thing, and then from there, when you were, you brought up probably where you were just balancing out all the stuff I shared around um, the program you got into and um, being the most competitive in Canada and um, that you had this high up person write you a reference letter and the, like yeah. all these details that right. I started to really shut down because I was like, see, I've created this <laughs> and right. it just felt. And to me, I was just in sharing mode and I, and I was trying to watch what I, it's funny because like you took the, those things that way. And in my head, I was trying to be very careful I think in my approach, because something was off and I knew that I was a, I, I think I knew that that comment about my dad kind of hurt, hurt. And after, I think I waited like quite a beat before I was like, I'm, I didn't realize I mentioned my dad that much. I'm sorry. Like, I, I think we had talked about a couple other things before that part came out of yeah, my yeah. mouth. Yeah. So I think those details maybe were in that point of me not getting to the sorry yet. Does that make sense? Well, it just, yeah, I mean, the reality is I snapped at an innocuous comment, like, that shouldn't yeah. have had, <laughs> well, so it would yeah. have been wounding because it was like, wait, what did I say? Because, I don't know. Yeah. And it's just because the whole thing was around, I get really, um, I have, like, this very uncomfortable relationship with seeking validation, I mm-hmm. think. And so that is a very tricky place for me to be in, um, and it's... And it's a rare thing for for me to like go in and be that sort of, I guess, under resourced and, um, and like falling into this old pattern that both feels really terrible to be in, and then my adult self judges harshly mm-hmm. when it's happening. Mm-hmm. So it's like it was it was that, and we at some shortly after, I think we. We went to bed, which yeah. was a wise choice. Yeah, I think that, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, it was just, it, it was, it was, I felt bad immediately after snapping like that. And and I just was really stuck. Like I couldn't mm-hmm. even apologize in the moment. I was so wound up internally. Mm-hmm. And um, I think subconsciously, like I really didn't feel it in the, t- in the moment. Like it was more when we debrief it. In the moment. I was definitely like moving through it, but I think actually I was being quite defensive after that happened, like to protect myself a, a little bit um, more in that conversation, which is probably why I was like, okay, well, I will give you some examples of like, like I, of my things. I, I don't know. I think that was like a self defense mechanism that I can lean on sometimes and I apologize for that because it's not fun to be on the receiving end of that either <laughs> well you were like well, maybe you just wanted on the stage too again well, I, just, yeah. I, I, I felt like you were putting yourself as better than me and I was like well actually I think we're equal 
So I think that yeah. was like, I was like getting a little angry subconsciously. I was like, yeah, no, but we're friends. We're adults. We're equal, amazing humans in this world, both doing very cool, different things. Yeah. There's space for both of us maybe on that stage. It wasn't like, yes, I prop you up anytime I get a chance. I tell people how special you are. I tell you how special you are. So I think maybe I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> like, yeah, maybe you were, maybe you had felt like you were on. I don't know if that makes sense. Well, I think that the truth is I don't now, but I did then. Right. So going back in history is tricky almost because my high, it's like I'm trying to navigate. It, it's like going into a time period that I haven't, it's like I figured out how to talk about life ever since meeting Greg. Right. So from Greg Before onwards, that. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Before Greg. Yeah. I can, I can there's like, it. I think it was just this this in-between time where my identity around high school is sort of, it does feel um, like I had, I had a, a specialness identity in my mind mm-hmm. that is, um, that has probably become a point of shame or that mm-hmm. maybe was my protection throughout those years to not care, mm-hmm. like to be more, because I just, friendships were tricky a lot of the time. And because I just truly didn't, um, I didn't, it's like it didn't appeal to me certain things about, about like, I don't know, the things the cool kids were, were doing would have scared me. And I was so serious as a kid. Like I was so worried about so many things and like world issues and stuff that I felt very alone a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And, and the friends that I made tended to be more similar and were operating in that same way. And we just had an experience in high school that was, yeah, that it just, it. I have a way of thinking about it, I guess, that I've not spent as much time unpacking. Mm-hmm. And yeah, because the you, yeah, it's protected. I can understand that. Yeah. yeah, and then, and then wanting you to, it's like I wanted you. I was more attached to you getting it, without, like, without thinking of your experience as a high school student too. I was like wanting, I don't know, just I think just because the place I was in, my brain was like, can we make it? about you understanding me as a high school student as its own thing. Mm-hmm. And then like as a separate thing, understand, like uh, even saying this out loud, it sounds ridiculous, but I've just like in thinking where, where I was at, I don't even know that that makes any sense or was is like, it's not even what we necessarily, it's not like a healthy necessarily um, recommendation of mm-hmm. how we should have gone through that. <laughs> I think that's just what the young version of me mm-hmm. wanted in that moment and was feeling, um, desperate for it. Yeah. And I think that has nothing to do with you and probably like a whole bunch of old patterns I've forgotten about and like mm-hmm. old ways of relating to people mm-hmm. that that just got triggered. Yeah. Yeah. So we went to bed. Yeah. In the morning, we were not on the solidest of feet. No. <laughs> you know, I, things I were shaky. Yeah. I To give a little bit of context, I woke up with like no voice and I was feeling quite crappy. <laughs> Um, and I was really mad at myself because yeah, I you were had, sick that week. Like you were I at the was, beginning yeah, of the sickness, yeah, beginning of like a three week illness yes. that just was. Uh, yeah, but I had like lost my voice mostly, and um, I was mad at myself because I forgot to pack something that I really wanted to pack, and I was mad at myself because I felt like that kind of ruins the start of the plan of the day. <laughs> but you didn't <laughs> did at all. No, I know. Alyssa, but like, just head, to that's give some context, Alyssa did. All of the packing, wow. like all of the things that were planned that were special. I literally did nothing. I showed up. That's not true. <laughs> you had thought of everything and I was so grouchy. I didn't even, I wasn't even acknowledging all of that effort. And like I, I, in normal circumstances would definitely anticipate your, um, like perfectionism showing up and being really upset at yourself about <laughs> yeah, forgetting something. Myself, and yeah. I didn't even, I wasn't even picking that up which is shocking in hindsight because it's like, obviously that would have really upset you yeah. to have that. We're be- both in our very own, yes. very own tunnels. Like, and I would have been able to be sense. like, are you kidding me? Like you, 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 you packed, your car is like filled <laughs> with things we might need. Like it was so thoughtful. Uh, but yeah, we just, the, again, the grace, my grace reserves were empty. 
Um, and so, yeah, so we were we were chatting and you weren't feeling great and I was still not feeling great internally. Mm-hmm. And we were just not communicating like we normally do. It felt no. like just off, just out of sync. Yeah. Um, and having random, just anything we were talking about felt like it was getting into this sort of defensive, mm-hmm. almost competitive, um, like back and forth mode, maybe mm-hmm. like continuing on from how it was feeling the night before. Mm-hmm. And so it was, we were talking about coffee at some point. It was, I was like feeling like you were um, bragging maybe. I don't even know. I was just, again, because it's not even about what we were talking about. It's the internal state I was in was making me see things mm-hmm. in this way that yeah. I nev- normally wouldn't. Yeah. Um, and then, but, and probably because we were, I was probably in shame about, being feeling bad about how I reacted the night before and hadn't apologized yet. So I was like more wound up internally. Um, And so we had some silly conversation about me saying it's tricky to have hot coffee with two kids. With one, I was able to do it. And you'd be like, no matter what, under all circumstances, I will always have hot coffee. And I'll do my Pilates and I'll do, and I just was like, ah, (laughs) we can't. So we, we, it was like wanting. It's funny that Pilates, I was trying to be like, I was trying to give more grace there because I was like, I wake up early. Like, I don't have two kids, so it's easier for me to get up early. But And you saw that as me being like, I'm better than you, where I felt like you were saying, you still don't understand how special my life is. Not <laughs> because special. I have two. But, like, that's how it felt, though, in the moment. Yeah, that's Difficult. not what you said. Yeah, But that's how it felt, you know. Right. Like, I think, yeah. Because we were, we were just, just taking things taking the wrong things, way. Yeah. yeah, and... um and so I think when I'm in that place, I find it like similar to how the night be- or our, our time together began. When my resources feel low, I and I'm really craving validation. Um, I start to struggle if with this idea of like a someone saying how they feel and it being different than how I feel. It's like mm-hmm. tolerating that difference starts to threaten me in a way that it doesn't normally. Right. Yeah, like we I talked get, about beaches. Yeah, that. we're talking about the North Shore and South Shore. And I, for the record, still don't even know <laughs> which beaches are which. Like I'm <laughs> not a ta- I don't even understand the difference. <laughs> I like a lot of beaches. But it was like um, when you were being, you have such a strong, pre- or it sounded like you had a strong preference for the South Shore. And I... Like was getting unreasonably um, attached to being like, but the North Shore is wonderful too. Yeah, (laughs) like I was like, oh, I like to swim in the. And you're like, well, it's not good for boating people. And I was like, well, I'm probably never going to have a boat. (laughs) But that's not true. I mean, it is good for boating people. It's like it. It was just, I don't know. I think that that's like a whole separate trigger for me around. um, I I it, it felt similar to when I moved to Toronto and we talked about this in the moving episode mm-hmm. where I, I felt like people in Toronto were doubling down on Toronto and not liking PEI and people in PEI were doubling down on PEI and not liking Toronto. And I was like, there's room for both. But in doing that, it, it doesn't cut, like if I'm in a good headspace, it feels very different to mm-hmm. have conversations where I can hear someone having a really strong preference and I don't need to, but and I don't understand why my instinct is to defend the underdog, <laughs> like, or to defend the, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and it's, yeah. and it is the also. North Shore is definitely not the underdog here from a tourism perspective <laughs> oh, anyway. <laughs> See, I don't even know. Not, they're on the covers of all the tour guides. <laughs> oh, so maybe you're defending. So you have see, and I didn't know that. So I'm like. I just think in my family has uh, like recent, like in recent years has connected to the North Shore. And so I was thinking, well, I think there was like, I think my pride around that was also undercover. Like it was, mm. I was thinking, like, I think I grew up going to the South Shore more. And like, that's where we would, that is where we would dock the boat. Like where we'd swim at Rocky Point and everything. Mm-hmm. Anyway, these are some PEI references, but now they're over in, in more in the North Shore. And I just, I'm the idea of someone coming and not being blown away by it. Um, I think I was like, internally defensive mm-hmm. being like you need to be impressed by this yeah but that I think that ties back to like family stuff like I don't think that ties back to it, it had nothing to do with the beaches you know yeah yeah 
So, so that's where I was like, okay, we're this idea of of our difference is starting to polarize instead of like it doesn't feel like mm-hmm. safe for our, us right. to have different views, mm-hmm. um, which normally it does. Like mm-hmm. normally that wouldn't yeah. matter. I'd be like, take me to the, your favorite South Shore beach. I'm gonna love it too. Yeah, and take it, me to your family exactly place. Yeah, totally. The same with the the um, music festival comedy thing, where it's like. Why am I acting as if I'm the comedian and you're insulting me? Like, right. why am I feeling like you're insulting me if you're insulting the North Shore? Right. <laughs> like, I'm not the North Shore. Right. But there was stuff going on. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So we got through that conversation. Mm-hmm. I apologize for how I reacted with the comment about your dad. And I really, really, in retrospect, should have just left it there and just apologized for being irritable and snappy. And I think that it created this whole second layer to the problem that didn't need to be there where I was trying to we got into talking about what was triggering about the conversation. Like what about high school? What about accomplishments? What about um, feeling prideful, et cetera. And it, so then we ended up with the whole part two of Mm -hmm. like how to go through this, but Mm -hmm. it was, it was probably in retrospect, very difficult for me to just stay in the, I shouldn't have said that place. Mm. I don't like saying things that are hurtful and hurting people. And I struggle to like just stay there. So I think that I went down the rabbit hole of explaining why I snapped at that comment, which made a piece of it about you instead of just focusing on me, mm-hmm. which is 1000% what I should have done. And I do, th- I think that was my biggest mistake, mm. maybe among many. So I'm sorry. I feel like we shouldn't. <laughs> See, then you, then it started, you started to feel more hurt because it, yeah. it was like, I was trying to um, justify or something instead of just yeah, I, own it. I, don't know. I think a lot of it was the nerve that it was just around my dad. Um, and then, and, and then it was more, okay, I said that, but maybe it's not about my dad. Maybe it's about me and how I communicate. Cause then we started talking about pride and what that means and how it's used in, um, communicating and, you know, conversational skills. And that just was not something I had overthought with you before and then I was like oh well if that bugged her like, no, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> um, like maybe I've been bugging her this whole time maybe she doesn't think we're equals and good friends and that's from like past stuff of my own that we talked about in the first friendship episode like my very long term my biggest friendship of my entire life ended with, you know, finding out that, okay, there were actually things that person really didn't like about me for years. And I didn't know that. So it, I think it just like brought me back to being like, oh, one, I'm, I'm not as good as you in your eyes. Like we're not equals. And there are things that have been bugging you about me this whole time. Like it, that, yeah. So maybe it just struck more nerves mm-hmm. because of that. Oh. Like, Maybe if I didn't have that, like, yeah. Oh, well, it's a thousand percent not true. Yeah, logically, I know that. Just like in In that, I think in that, I can see why in that conversation. That's that's why it it was such a, you know, like maybe if it was, maybe it was, maybe if it was different, or if I hadn't had that before happen in my life. Then it wouldn't. Same with you. Like it brought you back to a very vulnerable yes. time, and that that then that thought process starting to get in my mind about like how I converse with you is actually something that like in my head was like you hate it. Like you found really no. annoying. And, you know what I mean? Though? Yeah. Like that's sort of just how it the how it played out, and a, a lot of that a lot of that too is just like my overanalyzing every tone and word choice and like getting mm-hmm. getting too caught up in it instead of like letting that conversation just be a conversation right. <laughs> instead of bringing like every meaning of my life had to be in that conversation you know that's because I've talked about that before like my brain loops so my brain just started looping on that one piece mm-hmm. instead of looking at it as a whole conversation mm-hmm. which it was actually a very interesting whole conversation but in my head, it was just it had it had stopped and the loops started at that one um, point. Oh, if that makes sense. It breaks my heart. I'm so sorry. 
it's yeah. not that I don't think. Yeah. It, it's not that I have all these secret things you are yeah. bothering me. And yeah. it's not that we're not equal. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. And like grown up me knows that, yes. and grown up you knows yes. that I would, you know, think you're fantastic. Like I think it's just we had just somehow gone back to both right of us into being those like triggers. fourteen years yes. old. Yes, yeah. and I can see why that friendship situation from your past was so heartbreaking to be mm-hmm. blindsided and have it end. Mm-hmm. Where in my mind, first of all, you are allowed to bug me, and well, I'm allowed to bug you. Like, listen, we're gonna. Yeah. I guess so. All it my just, favorite people. <laughs> I, it's taken me a long time to be okay that I bug people sometimes. Yeah. I, um, I just, I guess I just never have, I just had never. I definitely I, bug all my friends. never, I, I guess never let myself really like stick on that point. Like if yeah. something bugged me, I wouldn't be like, that really bugged me. And I'm going to think about it now every time we talk. You know what I mean? I think that's how you don't stick on it maybe though, is yeah. by making it. No, more Making normal it more that normal. it can happen. Yeah, and that's it's, where my uncomfort comes It took me years. <laughs> like uh, one of my best friends um, was has always been more open about it being okay to bug people. That yeah, you, and I'd be like, it is absolutely not. I'm not. I can't. I do not feel safe if I'm bothering yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel safe. In, and that took me a long yeah. time. Yeah, and I do now think that the desire to. For the record, if we were going to, if if that's going to happen in a long relationship, the idea is to maintain the connection and feel yes. safe through it mm-hmm. and be able to talk about it. Like if I, I bugged yet Greg yesterday. I just, I was <laughs> had a whole little situation in the car where I was all <laughs> bugging. And um, if our relationship didn't have the safety to tolerate that yeah. and, and didn't view the idea of working through the bugging as because we're invested in the relationship, mm. because we care about each other. And maybe I just couldn't see that because of that past instance. Yes, like, I don't have any problem for bugging you, right? Rob. Yeah. <laughs> I bug Rob. That's okay. Like, we can tolerate that because that's never it's happened. It's safe. Yeah. It's safe to do it there, but in friendships, maybe maybe it just doesn't feel safe. So then I just, maybe I just didn't feel safe. Where then. in this relationship, I have no intent. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, hard, I'm a barnacle. I'm hard to shake. <laughs> Like in my mind, it's like we that it can't be that fragile that right one thing I do that irritates you could end everything right or vice versa. Yeah, that's like not. Yeah, that doesn't work. No, for but, me. Yeah, but for my past experience, <laughs> yeah, you felt and there that was you so much more to cut. that. Like with my past friendship that I talked about in the other, so like there was a lot more to it. Yeah, but the fact that it did end, mm-hmm. like. It did end so horrifically in my mind, like it just like really didn't go well for me after that for a little while. That, like you know, people do leave. <laughs> the fact that I had a friend so close that did leave, yeah, very much, and you know, um, maybe that's why that that just that's just an insecurity that gave another layer that didn't really need to be there. It makes yeah. sense. That, like, oh, open the possibility that could happen again. Even, yeah. even if your adult brain knows it likely wouldn't. It yeah. Wouldn't, it, that's not how our feelings tend to be pretty young. Right. So that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and I will say that, like, in general around if if I'm feeling irritated, it is almost always because of something internally happening with me. Mm-hmm. Right? So even... It's like, it's like, I'm trying to hold both things as true as like, on the one hand, we're all allowed to bug each other and relationships need to be safe enough to tolerate that. Mm -hmm. It might be that I'm just kind of annoying sometimes. (laughs) All right. And then the second part of it is like, when I'm feeling irritated, most of the time, like the very vast majority of the time, it is meant for me to internally reflect on what is being, what is happening for me that I'm finding this irritating. Mm -hmm. Because I know that there are times that if I'm in a certain headspace, like a good, reg, relaxed, regular headspace, I can engage with the exact same kind of stimuli. Like you could mm-hmm. say the exact same things or Greg could say the exact same things or the traffic could be a certain way or whatever, and I'll have no feeling about it genuinely. It's not like I'm mm-hmm. even overlooking it. I just don't feel anything. Mm-hmm. And then if I'm not in a good place, that same traffic, that same thing Greg says or a friend says is going to have a different effect on mm-hmm. me. So the variable that changed is me. Mm-hmm. So that's just hard to be the other person because you're like, I was the trigger. <laughs> like I understand yeah. what you're saying, and I think it's very valid, and I I, I do understand. I understand that entirely, yeah. and and I should have I should have recognized that more. But it it is hard to be like 
it is hard to be the trigger of the bad thing that you didn't like. You know what I mean? Like that's of course it is. So but, but, I didn't know how to deal with that in our friendship. Yes, because yes, it was new. Because it's new. Yeah. Yeah. And and to create the safety for you to like think of it more the way you would with Rob. That's right. where we it's like where, yeah, of course you're gonna be my trigger sometimes because we spend right. a lot of time together right. and we're here, we're gonna help each other grow. And because I'm if I'm irritable, you better believe you're gonna trigger me. So yeah. is everyone else I come into contact with, right? Yeah. Like that's not your job to not irritate me. Yeah. And that's like yeah. creating safety for you and for me mm-hmm. to both like that we can both sometimes just make mistakes or be annoying. And it might be that 99 other people would be like, that wasn't annoying what that person did. Right. And, or they could all say it, it was. And it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't matter. Right. Because it's like, I will love you. You can annoy me and I'm going to do the work to think that's probably about me. And the fact that I'm going to annoy you, you can do the work to think that's probably about you. Sure. Mm-hmm. But it, it's also like, I'm okay with the fact I'm going to bug you sometimes. And that right. might be about me. It might not. Right. See, I'm not okay with that yet. Well, we <laughs> like, I think that's, that's, just, right. that's, that's just what happened here then. Yeah, that's what happened here. Like, I'm, I'm not at that. I'm not at that. Yeah. That. Like, it feels difficult to it be. It feels very difficult to let myself. The cause of someone's discomfort. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. And even though you can see that that has to do with the other person. Yeah. And you're just, you're just yeah. a walking stimuli. Yeah. Yes. I All think right. it's just like, I think that's something that, I think, um, and I mentioned that book before, The Survival's Guide, or The Empath Survival Guide, which I find really, really helpful um, because I would identify myself as being an empath or a highly sensitive person. Um, and and sometimes the sometimes situations like that, I just feel like, I haven't worked out that thought process to make it safe for myself in those moments. Instead, I'm it's just it, in that highly sensitive, like the nerve that hits, I think it's, it just hits so strongly that I'm not really even sure how to articulate it or deal with it yet because it's still in my body, like the icky feeling still in my body. So it's hard for my brain to get the do any of the work yet. Right. You know, <laughs> makes sense. Okay, it, takes, it just takes time. Sure. Yeah, um, and that that came up too in terms of us processing it mm-hmm. together because I'm super, I I like am impatient and get very like let's process it immediately. I don't want to tolerate any discomfort for any period of time at all, <laughs> and like do a lot of journaling. I'm like, let's discuss. Yeah, and I waited as long as I could because I really <laughs> I really am working on that. Like I'm mm-hmm. allowing people to have a different timeline mm-hmm. than me, and also trying to not always drive forward things, like mm-hmm. allow room for other people to meet me with that. Mm-hmm. And also because I thought we left. Like, I had thought we had left things okay, and it was only, like, I had apologized and felt like we were, we had been in a good place. And then it was only in the way things unfolded over the week where mm-hmm. I sensed, I was like, ooh, I think she is upset, and yeah. she is really, really retreating and pulling back. And mm-hmm. I was in this place of trying to be aware of that and not expect myself to be a mind reader or, like, wait mm-hmm. to see if you wanted to come mm-hmm. and bring forward something that I hadn't that I wasn't sure where we still, like where where the hurt was we were still, still living. Stuck. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. to give context to that, we had a, a long text conversation. And that's where, that's where I think the thoughts just like diverged into different streams that maybe yeah. um, shouldn't have been there. We should have had a, a phone talk or an in-person talk because it got yeah. mis, we were mis, inter, misreading yeah. what we were in meaning, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I still, in my brain— didn't really know why any of it had bothered me so much because the feeling was in my body and not in my brain yet. Like yeah. it still is just very much in my body. And it, yeah, I, even now I'm, I have like a hard time. Like I think it, it in, makes sense that yeah. just what you were saying about this perceived, like is this a repeat of this right. past experience yeah. would be enough, let alone yeah. if there's other layers. But like that and alone would make sense to be an overwhelming. Right. Yeah. Whereas you want to like you want to talk about it right away, and I was like, I need to let the loop continue enough for it to actually start to dissipate, so that I can yeah feel it and understand it logically instead of it just feeling like a a 
a wild loop going, yeah. but not actually understand. Like it was like the loop. If you picture like words going around in a loop, like that's your thoughts. And the words were going so fast that you can't read it. Mm. You know, like you know that it's looping. You know there are words there. You just can't read it because it's too fast. So I needed to let that. And, and in doing that, I, one, I felt the pull to retreat, not from you, but like in life lately, I've felt a, a real, I need to retreat a bit. As I, my thoughts aren't clear and I am having a hard time processing like thoughts and feelings, even though like I journal and I meditate, you know, I do all the things that I still like, it's so noisy. It's become so noisy that I'm, I'm having a hard time. I used to be able to get the words slow enough to figure it out in probably more timely fashion. Whereas now I'm like, things will loop for a really, really long time. So I retreated and I saw this incredible uh, psychic therapist, naturopath man. I, I'm actually not sure what his title is, but it's quite long here that Kaylee had recommended. And he was so amazing. And, and he had explained why I feel the need to retreat or like why I should be retreating. And it was just like, I think that was just like really bad timing because my appointment was like two days after this had happened. And I took it as such like gospel. I was like, well, I need to retreat. Like I need to retreat hard right away, starting right the second. And sometimes when I create those boundaries with myself, I can be really passive aggressive about them, which is definitely what you felt a lot of my comments were that I can see now because I re I reread them and I was like, geez, Alyssa, that was rude. So I'm sorry for that. <laughs> they, they weren't, they they were rude. Um, there's no there was no excuse there. It was just that was rude. I was being really passive aggressive. I wasn't really understand why I was doing that yet. <laughs> so I think that's a lot of the retreat that was that you felt like that instance maybe catapulted my re retreating, but the retreating part wasn't about you mm -hmm. either. Like it was a weird. It was just like a weird sequence of events. The way that it all. Yeah. went down. He told you to go inward. And then when mm -hmm. he told me about it, it was sort of like, he told me some people in my life are dangerous and I should definitely stop listening to them. And right. I was like, oh no, she's talking about me. <laughs> right. And I really wasn't. You know the person that I am talking about. So I think part of me was like, don't, you can't say the name because that's rude. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But and yes, then we but were, totally, and, but yeah, I understand that one. And we, and Anyway, and time went on, mm -hmm. and we, uh, after, I think I made it eight days, which is a personal record for anyone who knows me, and I then sent a, a mm -hmm. voice memo. And, uh, and it was a, very nice. Not, Your voice yeah, memo was really, really nice. And asked if we could talk, because I was just like, I, I don't feel right about things feeling this mm -hmm. unresolved, mm -hmm. um, and me being sort of unclear as to why. And so, so we... Had a, I thought a beautiful phone conversation. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. And then things felt a lot, a lot better. Yeah, and we had, I think, maybe both had time, um, to see it from an, with a little bit more space, mm -hmm. or even like a wider lens, almost. Yeah, on both of our sides, we could both see it wider. Yeah, instead of that tunnel vision on the on the hurt part right. <laughs> we were able to see it as like oh, opening it up and that's that's how it resolved yeah for for me but even like even though like it's it's resolved i love you you know we've like we've hung out a lot <laughs> since then. yes um but like even when when we talked about doing this conversation i was like that feels like such a large confrontation. Like, I know you're not going to sit here and like yell at me <laughs> but in my head like the the fear response to it is like a oh. Um, how does it feel to have done it? If it feels good, I'm, I think I'm going to have like, um, a, a bit of a, I, I'm going to really try not to overthink everything that I said. Cause I already feel like I, I didn't need to defend myself here. Like that wasn't about you. <laughs> There's like points that I could have even now shown that, but I don't want to spend our friendship overanalyzing both of our words, exactly, <laughs> which is yeah. a, is a pattern that I can fall into really, really fast. So this is this is me trying to not do that. No. <laughs> well, I How do you feel after feel talking good. about it? I mean, I felt I felt good. We had um done some notes in advance kind mm -hmm. of processing everything. I'm really glad you wrote those down cuz I that helped me get to a starting point to be able to 
process it more logically. Yeah. Even though, like, I felt fine by that point, like, I, it still gave me some time to, like— Yeah, let's let, let's go closer here, not further mm-hmm. away. Let's, yeah. like, approach it, not run from it. Because mm-hmm. I find, like, then there's the opportunity to really— if we can, if we can safely come forward with the vulnerability, this is like which we have done, mm-hmm. and from on mm-hmm. both ends, like the, it has created, I think, a foundation that's even stronger mm-hmm. and and closer. Yeah, me too. Um, so thank you for every thank all you. your willingness and and <laughs> like just being such a safe place to talk about it. It's not always been my experience, yeah. and it's like I think very healing to mm. have this kind of way to mm-hmm. work through something together. Yeah. This is this is probably the first time that I've done this and kind to of be working fair, that through. It makes sense. Like most people <laughs> probably don't do this much yeah. of a deep read. <laughs> but it's yeah. like but at even the core. our phone call like yes. usually honestly the usually the way I heal with really hurt feelings is I just like let them hurt for a long time and hope they go away. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um and I think it's good that we don't do that. That's not me telling anyone to do this. This is that is not the fun it way to like do it. It felt like if we did that, the risk was that the risk was very high, high that we mm-hmm. were going to just mm-hmm. end up separating mm-hmm. and or just yeah, becoming less important to, to each other, right? Or yeah. changing. Like I could have, we could have both just put one foot out, mm-hmm. or and then maybe le- even less. We could have just gotten right. less invested with each other, and right. there was a. Ready to go down? No, I don't want to go down the fight. That feels. I wanted to like very icky <laughs> fight for the relationship, yeah. right? Yeah. And I think for me, it's like I, on the whole, I'm always working on allowing myself to be imperfect and make mistakes, and and practicing owning them, and and trying to tolerate the temporary discomfort that might ensue as a result of mm-hmm. my actions, and like sort of sit in that, which can be really hard for me, and and trust that in the like trust that people can love me even if I make mistakes and that people can want me in their life even if I do that mm-hmm. and that I can, like I have room mm-hmm. for that mm-hmm. has been, is like very hard and scary for me, but this has been a really good exercise like in live, like trying to live into mm-hmm. the belief I want to have. Yeah. It's yeah. to do it. Yeah. <sighs> so... Okay. Goodness. <laughs> Thank you for listening to us. Yeah. <laughs> figure that out or talk through it again. And and uh, French, I know I we've had so many conversations with, with our community about how hard friendships are um, because they do require work. And sometimes I know in my head, sometimes I think, well, they sh- good things shouldn't require work, but they do. All the best things require work. Yeah. And so I'm glad to do this work with you. Me too. I love you so much. I love you too. And I just want you to always feel safe that if anything feels blocked or uncertain or scary that we can together like unblock them. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Love you. Love you.